0: I'm Jerry McGreer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we talk about X Men everything. Uh, this week, we are talking about an X Men video game. Almost. Marvel video game. Can't really call it an X Men video game, and there's only two X Men in there, I guess. But um, it, right, we're still. Three. T- there's three? There's three?
1: It's Scarlet Witch. She's X Men associated.
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess. But most, <laughs> most, most of the X Men hate her, though. <laughs> like, they're not. Yeah. She's, she's not popular yeah. around the mutant population for, for, for a no. pretty strong reason. Um, Yeah, yeah, so we we wrapped up uh, a pretty major arc in the Uncanny X-Force series written by Rick Remender, uh, and we did that right before the holidays, and then over the holidays, both Gary and I dipped into Marvel's uh, Midnight Suns uh, from Firaxis, uh, the game that, I think Gary, like you and I have been asking for, for probably the last like 10 years or something like kind ta- of manifested. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like just this, existence. us talking about it on this podcast made this happen. Um, uh, and it's a, it's a superhero tactics game, which from the people who made XCOM, which are the perfect people to yep. do that. Uh, and I guess, so we're going to, we're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about the mechanics. We both finished it. We'll probably talk about mm-hmm. like spoilers if that's something you care about towards the end. Um I, I yeah, will can say I put,
1: can I put a stake in the sand real quick? Sure. Uh I don't think people listening to this should care about spoilers. I don't think
0: so either. I was just about to say that. Like it doesn't yeah. matter.
1: <laughs> it it's not um like the the I think that we both grew to appreciate some of the fluff and like story and character stuff a little bit in this game. Uh it'd be lying or exaggerating to say it's the draw, and it would be lying or exaggerating to say it matters very much, I think. Um this is not a story like it's a pretty stock story and yes. you can tell where it's going it does not feel like the twists and turns are that meaningful.
0: No, not at uh, all.
1: At least to me. This is not a well plotted game.
0: Um and I don't um, I don't necessarily think it like needs to be uh I, and I think that's that's one of the big things that the game it makes this game so weird is it tries to be so many things <laughs> that it doesn't necessarily yes. need to be. Um and it's remarkable like the part that I wanted from the game is as good as it is to be honest with you like cuz Um, even starting from when they announced this, uh, I was very excited and then they were like, it's card based and uh, I was really, I don't know if you remember at the time, that was before I started playing Slay the Spire that was before Monster Terrain came out or before I touched Monster Terrain, like I was real, I, I did not like deck builders at that time. Like, I just not, like, they had not clicked with me. So when they, like, I saw, like, superhero tactics, yes, card builder. Oh, you fucking serious? Uh, like, yeah. I was so fucking
1: bummed. It, it, they they did a little misdirection on you because they were, like, deck builder. And you're like, oh. And then that part actually owns, and they're like, Plus fire emblem, <laughs> plus persona, plus persona. Santa. Oh shit! <laughs> Bam! Like left hook. Because uh, that that is the part that is less than less good. Yeah, you know, uh, in there the deck building stuff. Like they they did uh, one of the things. I so I, I love this game. This is my favorite new game that came out of twenty twenty two, other than Elden Ring, of course. And uh, it's they did such a good job. I like I admire it so much um not only are is it tactically like you know they did the thing where every character is viable and interesting they've integrated the deck building into the tactics really well yeah absolutely it does not feel like uh tacked on even a little bit uh to me um it feels like no this is integral this makes sense it's intuitive this is a really really great system um you could do it without it being like a deck builder you know, you could do it with these just being abilities and, like, maybe you have action points or something like that. and It would still be good, but this is neat. It's a novel and cool approach, and it's them not just doing XCOM again.
0: And that was what I was just about to say is, like, I appreciate that they took a risk um, on and just didn't literally clone XCOM, which I think would have been... Something relatively easy for them to do. Like you could make Wolverine's claw attack be so many action points, and you could, you know, make this a little bit more strategic in your movements and your movements across the map. But instead, they did this card thing. And I think it became, I think when they did that, everything became a little bit like more wacky in a good way like you got to do these like huge splashy attacks you got to do these like cool moves uh the arena became like they're they're a little bit more confined than you're used to on an XCOM map but they're i think much much better for that like we're just we're just in a room beating up some superheroes just like we would they're they're more dynamic
1: there's more things to interface with Mm -hmm. in the room uh and they integrate that really well um which is a secret superhero thing like superhero video games use the environment Yeah, I think back to like Freedom Force and think about Hulk Ultimate Destruction and stuff like superheroes are always grabbing telephone poles and whacking dudes. The most recent Uh, Spider-Man game like that dude can pick up uh,
0: anything around him and sling it at a a villain. So,
1: yeah, it's a cool thing that superheroes can do Um, by not just reskinning an XCOM, which like I want to be clear, too. I would have played it if they reskinned an XCOM. Oh, yeah. You know, like I love (laughs) XCOM. I'm I'm not going to turn down a new XCOM but by not just reskinning that by having this focus beyond on melee and be on uh you know these tighter arenas you know there's no cover system in this like that's not a thing um things like that like they really did feel like they made something new um and kind of carved their own space in this like tactical you know gamescape or what have you
0: and you mentioned the every character being like interesting and viable uh and I just I want to give some, some 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 points to it just for making all of the characters behave relatively differently from one another. Like it would be I think almost all of the what is there like thirteen playable characters, including the hunter, fourteen playable characters. Uh, all of them are significantly enough different, and they mix and match with each other really, really well. That it's so much fun just to bring different crews out on missions and see yeah. like how they interact together. Um, using magic to gather enemies together, and then Scarlet Witch to do the, her you know AOE stuff AOE. around her is is really fun. Like that stuff in, ends up working really, really well, and you feel like it, it puts the gamer brain. Like it makes you feel gamer smart. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah yeah which is my favorite thing to feel in a video game Mm -hmm. like i want to to come up with new synergies and stuff like that it's why you know i love darkest dungeon like love all those games um it's not that there's no overlap like there are this is a dps character this is a tank like it's still a video game but they work in really different ways uh which they again they didn't have to do um you know they could have uh, i compare it to something like fire emblem where there are characters that are basically like this is basically this dude he's just a better version you know, and then you in uh, Midnight Suns, you compare something like um, Captain Marvel to Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both tanks, but they work really differently. Yes. You know, um, Captain Marvel is all about putting all the attention on her and focusing on her to get uh, get her, you know, mode switch to get her armor. Whereas Captain America is about blocking for his opponents and giving them armor, you know, as opposed to. Yeah. So making his opponent, not his opponents, his uh, teammates. More, um, more viable. You know, he's like a, it's a team armor buff, which allows you to use like be a team player, use everyone else as well. You know, there are two different approaches to it, uh, yeah. and then you get Wolverine, who's also a tank, who has a totally different approach, which is about taking damage and then healing it. You know, things like that. Like, it's neat, it like undeniably neat. Like every different uh, from a game design space, it uses you know it takes these archetypes. Like you want to have a DPS character, you want to have a control character, how many ways can we do this? You know, we want a character based around this mechanic, how many different ways? Uh, And they just do an excellent job of that, like best in their field shit.
0: And they also, they also like relate it back to the hero character really, really well. You you, you get stuff like, like like yeah, Captain America being like providing armor for his teammates feels really realistic. Uh, Carol Danvers powering up and shooting giant beams of lasers that take out multiple enemies seems very realistic. Spider-Man having a focus on environmental attacks and moving around the map a lot feels very true to the Spider-Man comics. Like. Uh, it's just all really like really well thought out in a way that I was not expecting. Like when the reviews started trickling in for the game and like, or like the first impressions, people were like, we're surprised by how good it was, but they were like, this is a weird combination of things. Uh, but all of that, I don't, all of that I think is just the stuff that surrounds the main core combat of the game. The, the That engine is so fucking fun to mess around in. It's so fun to play with. Like, it's just great.
1: Yeah, I would do it. I, Cause, so the way the, the structure of the game works for people who are listening to this who haven't played it, you have story missions and you have side missions to get resources and stuff. And you have to do a side mission between each story mission, but you can do as many as you want. You have to do at least one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are just randomly generated like radiant quest, basically. Go here, stop this. Go here, protect this, etc. Um, I was doing tons of those just because I didn't want to advance the story because I liked engaging in the combat. Yes. So much. Yeah. Um, you know you still get a little bit of story, you still get the the playdate stuff which we 'll talk about uh in between missions, but I just wanted to make my guys more powerful and play in this the sandbox to see what more it offered um you know what these uh and, and it it fulfills that promise yeah really really well if you do that you can you can spend a lot of time doing that and i 'm not full like they 're doing these dlc characters there 's gonna be new story content I want it uh if they do you know there's a big uh sequel teaser at the end like i want it you know i will i will play this series like it it's it's onboarded me onto a series which it's been a minute since that's happened
0: i will uh like i'm i I looked today because the deadpool dlc was going to come out uh this month and i was like i just should go ahead and buy the season pass and i balked at it because it was like 50 bucks but i'm pretty much just going to buy the thing i think i think i'm just going to go ahead and commit to it because like a like I want the sequel to be made, <laughs> like I want I yes. want I want to have more of the game, and like how other how uh, what other way can I vote besides my dollars? But like I'm definitely going to play all of the DLCs. Like I'll even if I end up waiting. Like for all of them to come out, and I cram all of them at, at, at the same time, or something. I don't. I don't know if I'll like play through one, or I, incorporate
1: I, them in a new game plus, or something, like or that. do
0: that. Yeah. Um. I, but it's. But you're right. That sandbox, like just going into <coughs> it and seeing how the characters work together, uh, playing around with the the different cards, but the different systems, the different abilities, is how the game refers to uh, your cards. Uh, and because it's you know we we talk about deck building you get a wide variety of abilities for all of your characters for all of the heroes and it's up to you to kind of select which ones you want to bring on the field and they can have like dramatically different effects in the battlefield and you really have to like think about that stuff and if anything i feel like that's where the game um falls short a little bit i wish like the management side of that was a little easier from a ui ux perspective because i want to be able to save decks i want to be able to quickly remove extra cards i want to like all of that kind of clutter stuff like the ui stuff is real real basic
1: it's not super good like being able to save a build would be huge being able to quickly access like everything that's not equipped or mark multiple cards for scrapping yes that are not equipped like there are things like that that are no-brainers right that uh hopefully will be addressed in the sequel well and you can like that would have made a, a really big difference you can
0: access all the cards that you don't have equipped but you can't tell like, you can't sort them by hero, you can't, you can't, like, filter them for, like, it's
1: just a real, like,
0: You can basic. filter them by
1: type. Yeah. You might yeah. be able to filter them by hero, but it was, it doesn't, it, it occludes, like, really important information. So, like, exactly. if you have an extra, the way that upgrades in this work is you have to have two copies of a card. It should say, it should be very clear, and it might say somewhere on there, but it should be clearer, like, hey, this is your second copy of something, an upgrade's available. And then you should be able to do it from that menu. Yes. You know, without having to go to the training yard or whatever. Like, yes, it breaks the fiction, but I don't care uh, at all. Yes. You know about that? Like, mm-hmm. I, would, I would have much rather just done that from a menu. Um, and you, that's intentional. Like, they're moving away from that. That's how you would have done it in XCOM. You know, they wanted to have a stronger metaphor and have a stronger, like, fluff over this. Yeah, if but anything, I
0: that's the big thing that I miss from XCOM is just having that like zoomed out map and the ability yes. to do everything from from one side, and that gets into part of the game that I think they were—I don't know if they were mandated or if they just had the idea and they ran with it—but this like the this this the part that like the open world quote unquote open world exploration, Metrovania exploration <laughs> based, the adventure game. Like yeah, the,
1: and I the soft soft adventure game which involves
0: so like, like the the cycle every day where you you wake up in the morning you go on a mission yep. uh or you wake up in the morning you process your loot from the previous day which feels real scummy because it's a real like loot box type <laughs> interface even though there's no money being exchanged but it just feels yeah. it feels like i bought a loot box in overwatch or something um and then you're going from you're gifted a loot box yeah exactly (laughs) and you're going from like you know little spots in the 3d from one room to another in a 3d environment to do all of your daily stuff and it just becomes monotonous after like the sixth or seventh time you do it like all of the magic was worn off and i was just like i wish i could talk to iron man in my menu at this point
1: (laughs) there are people who so that is a i think that is a gamer psychographic thing like i agree with you that's what i want as well there are people who are really deeply comforted by that daily rhythm thing like that animal crossing like i get up and do my chores uh rhythm of a game like it's again i'm not saying you gotta hand it to it like i also got sick of it and i don't like it i just know that there are people who love it uh i think it and and when you say like you're not sure if that stuff was mandated i think it wasn't and because i i was wrestling with that too i think that this was intentional i think they're trying to stretch their wings and i think the reason the reason why i think that's the case is because the lore stuff like the things that relate to comics go so deep in it mm-hmm. i think that they really did want to like give players the chance to hang out with wolverine you know because yes. they cared about wolverine they yeah. knew a lot about wolverine there's a lot of like deep cuts as, I- a, as a comic fan they're a weird lore like you unlock an ecstatic sweater in this I, I ended with a, a Cyclops was right shirt. I am so
0: mad at with, you about uh, that because I, I've never unlocked that or the Magne- Magneto was right shirt. Uh, no. I, I don't know. It's
1: incredibly ugly camo pants with <laughs> the uh, Cyclops is right shirt. I'm
0: genuinely wondering. I, I haven't looked it up, but I was wondering because I know you played, um, we haven't talked about the Kareta character, but you played the, the dude version and I played the chick version. i yes. I just wondering if they like, surely they didn't gender lock <laughs> the Cyclops was right <laughs>
1: shirt. <laughs> yeah, ladies don't care about Cyclops. Yeah. We've done research. I'd be very curious that'd be very funny no women think cyclops is right this is a dumb dude thing but, you but you're absolutely right like uh
0: all of the uh all of like the <laughs> comic book lore like the references like there's a really really funny Stiltman reference in this which i think is is great uh it's just a one-off you know there's just really really interesting things like that uh just buried in the game so you know like whoever was doing the writing was like super into this uh they,
1: so they, they the other half of it real quick and i don't mean to cut you off mm-hmm. but like the, the important part of that's the other half is the person who's doing the writing was also writing for an audience that they assumed did not know yes. about it. So you get this, like, the, the writer, the world Bible person, clearly knew their stuff, but then you have characters being like, yeah, that reminds me of my origin. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then just saying their origin, like, shit that every comics fan knows. Yeah, It ends up being kind of a weird, uh, uneasy piece, you know? Because, like, for me, there's the Cyclops' right sweater, and I'm like, hell yeah, dude that references a specific storyline arc in that character um ecstatics nobody remembers ecstatics that's awesome uh but then you also have like blade explaining his origin for to me like i'm not even a blade guy i know what happened to blade (laughs)
0: yeah
1: you know many times (laughs) over like you know and and just spider-man being like yeah there was a radioactive spider i'm like holy shit dude Like, (laughs) reminds me of that tweet that's like, I'll only go see the new Spider-Man movie if they finally explain how he got his powers. Yeah. You know? What happened to, to,
0: uh, you know, mom and dad, uh, Wayne? What happened to those guys? God, I
1: I cannot wait to find out what happened to Batman's parents. (laughs) You know? That kind of shit. It ends up feeling like a really uneasy balance, but I think it's, uh, the reason why I think that that story stuff was intentional and not mandated is because it feels very sincere. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if it worked, but it feels you know genuine to me
0: yeah i think it was overall uh just incredibly overwritten like uh you and i you and i joked a lot about these being the most insecure superheroes we've ever met in our entire lives um and it's because you live with them for so long and i think like it takes so long to you know finish the social links or whatever you want to call them finish leveling up those dudes to the point where like they're cool with you because that doesn't really start happening until like the fourth or fifth level which is probably 15 or 20 hours into the game and
1: yeah.
0: up until that point they're you're they're just like balls of insecure anxiety and you don't you ha- you just have to baby these you know magical beings they're from outer space babies
1: <laughs> like and the world is ending yeah and they're just worried about whether Hulk still likes them and I'm like it doesn't matter the world's fucking ending grow up <laughs> damn it Iron Man and some <laughs> like, of it needs you to be the big boy
0: and some of it really works yeah. like when you talk to magic and magic is really hung up for the game on you know because there's a very early like set piece where you guys have to like leave scarlet witch behind and and this like weird universe that they've created her and scarlet witch are like best bros and she's like we betrayed our teammate like we have to go fix this and she's pissed off and that works really really well and then you mentioned iron man and iron man just makes like four mistakes in this and that's all he can think of constantly is trying to just tell you about all of his mistakes in the wordiest way possible and don't even get me started on Doctor Strange, who just is... Dude,
1: I got so sick of Doctor Strange <laughs> writing about his house getting blown up. Like, imagine a, a Star Wars property, you know, just to put this, because I, I, there are tons of people who just don't like Marvel shit. Maybe some of them are still listening to the show. But, like, I try to compare it to other big franchises. Imagine if, like, you played a game where you could finally hang out with Darth Vader, and all he did was complain about the Death Star being blown up. Yes. Like, he's just like, I'm so sad that my house got blown up. It (laughs) meant so so much to me. Every time I saw
0: that fucking, you know, little blue icon above Dr. Strange's head, I was like, here we go again.
1: (laughs) I'm just so fucking sick of this. He fucking sucks. It's strange how much they differed because there were people who I was pretty happy to talk to. You know, like, there there are, there's a degree of characters. Like, magic was pretty interesting consistently. Yes. Like, I like magic in this game a lot. Weirdly, like, Iron Man, as much as he was obnoxious, I ended up liking the arc he -hmm. goes on. But you couldn't, you know, give me money to talk to Doctor Strange in this. Uh, like he fucking sucked. <laughs> he was real boring. Um, you know, there, there's 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 a wide variety of interest levels with these people. Like Blade's real fun. I think Blade's performance is really good. Blade
0: Blade is absolutely and, hilarious. Uh, but like on, yeah, the, on the on the on the flip s- on the flip side of that, Robbie Rees, who I think is like an okay character just like to me was just like oh you're just like a teenage boy with problems and i have no yep. interest in talking to you about them <laughs> like i'm just not you, interested you, in you this you gotta
1: grow up when you become ghost ghostwriter. yeah <laughs> you know at least a little bit and it, it's it's funny because it's such a balanced thing like that's the marvel secret right is that these are real people that's the was the difference between marvel and dc back in the 60s that's the stan lee thing like spider-man has problems uh superman doesn't um the uh they just went too far with it like the problems are too relatable and they just can't focus on any one of them. And it's a, a volume thing, like 14 people all coming to you with their problems at once. Yes. is really intense. Like getting gang, gang therapy. I think, um, I think in a, in the, con- in the, in the- If you had limited (laughs) all of
0: those conversations to like a five to 10 hour video game, like I wouldn't have been as worn out with it. But like, this is a a pretty lengthy game. This is like a, you know, probably 25 to 30 hours, depending on how long you spend doing some side stuff and exploring around. And if you're trying to get them to, you know, level five, you were spending a lot of time talking to them and doing quests for them and things. And it just, you just get worn the fuck out with it. (laughs) I I think everybody did a really good performance. I didn't find out till, uh, almost the end of the game that the, the chick that voices Nico was actually the chick that played Nico in the, the TV show. Yeah. yeah. Which is put her in the MCU already. Cause she was, she was probably the best part of that show. So.
1: <clears throat> no I saw that. I still have not seen that show. <laughs> um, I'm told I don't, shouldn't <laughs> uh, by multiple people. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's all right. Um, yeah. It's all right. The, there uh, were the were like super generally pretty good performances mm-hmm. uh, that, that I think everyone did um, there. Uh there's a uh, a funny bit where like we talk about everybody being insecure and doing these uh getting their levels up and everything. One thing I really like about it is it's got the Dragon Age, like you put gifts in to build up a meter mm-hmm. thing. But it's almost uh painfully comically chased. Uh, you know, like it is I keep wanting to say dating sim elements, but there's it is a Gary game in that it is like absolutely un- like sexless. Yes, as possible. Like the most you get is by fulfilling everything. You get like Blade and Captain Marvel to talk about holding hands, <laughs> and, they're like nothing- and they're embarrassed. And they're embarrassed when, they- when, they- when super when you find them doing that. It. They're like, oh, I don't know what she likes me. And I'm like, fuck <laughs> yeah, hey, dude! Your mom was sexually assaulted by vampires. Like, what's going on here? Um, it's really really gentle in that respect. So it ends up kind of feeling like Andy Griffith's show. Yes, stuff to me, like you know, going fishing with Doctor Strange and just being like, "Well, how how do you hold up with being the Sorcerer Supreme? It's hard. It's not always easy, I tell you, but I sure do like this uh this ancient you know book of magic you gave me plus ten points. I almost you know, think it's it, that's it's to its
0: uh to its to its detriment though. Like I as as I like I don't want to see. I'm I'm very anti like Mass Effect watching two character two three D models like bump and grind it with oh, each you know, other. Oh, you are know, like
1: watching two real dolls? <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, uh, kind uh, of roll over uh, one another and grope. But like, there's it feels like uh, like there's elements of this, especially with magic uh, and with Scarlet Witch, um, that like that seemed like they could have had a relationship built into the game with mm-hmm. the main character. Um, because it's it gets very flirty at times, but it never like goes that that extra moment where like you hook up or you go on a date or you express feelings or really anything. You, like nothing happens. You just become like really really good friends. Uh, and I don't know. Like I don't I don't necessarily wanted. I didn't necessarily want like to be able to date everybody um but i would i wouldn't have minded some of that being sprinkled in just for flavor uh and give a little bit more player choice or whatever i think that would have been interesting um i I still want it to be relatively chaste though i still only want it to be holding hands in the in the courtyard
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i don't i just totally missed my mute on my cough by the way (laughs) like afterwards i just saw that totally showed up on the waveform (laughs) you're totally fine Uh, oh no, no no it came through i it's just on the recording um oh so muting actually does nothing because you're still gonna get the recording with all my coughs. I never even thought about that.
0: I'm, uh, I'm muting
1: uh, just Discord.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm marking all of your coughs so I can I can just go back through and clip it out like it's no big deal. I do that with my coughs oh, okay. all the time, so it's 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 second nature at okay. this point. Um, well, I should
1: stop muting them on Discord so you know where they're at. <laughs> I guess so. I yeah. Some of them on dis- I muted some of them on Discord uh, thinking I was being courteous, and I wasn't. I was thinking of cold recording. Sorry,
0: dude. They're fine. You're good. Apologize um, to the listeners, yeah. not me. I won't have to yep, listen to sorry. them. <laughs> yeah, there's a
1: lot, a lot of coughs going on. I'm sick
0: um uh, yeah. we I, I wish i almost wish that there was at least like a, a a romance option or a couple of romance options and i feel like the only reason they didn't um is because it's you get a little weird if you can have a if you have a,
1: a you know a custom character like a, that the player yeah. can
0: create and then all of a sudden you have like magic is gay or blade is gay right and you can't have or that Or if
1: because. iron man is canonically dating the hunter yeah, you know it, yeah. it's it's, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I I agree with you in terms of it being a game. I just ended up it wrapped around for me the same way that like the the insecurity did, where it just became funny. Yes, at a certain point, mm-hmm. like I, I agree with you that I think it would probably be better, but it just ended up being so quaint and like down homey that it ended up making me laugh. You know, like when when you start kind of flirting with Scarlet Witch and they're like, "No, no just kidding. We're just really great friends." <laughs> uh, it just it made me laugh, like i was like yeah boy the the people who are like the mcu is totally sexless uh they got nothing on they got got nothing on this game uh like yeah, the mcu is entirely like a smoldering bodice ripper in comparison to this blade having
0: just the world's most like teenage boyhood innocent crush on carol danvers is hilarious um especially because there's a line fairly early on when you're talking about him talking to him And he's telling you about things from his past, and he talks about the you know the the woman that was killed by vampires, and he he says something to the extent of me and her used to travel around the world making love.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) used to make love, and then the vamps came, and then the vamps came. (laughs) Shit, man, vamps, (laughs) vamps got you. (laughs) It's uh, all of that stuff. Like, is it's not good. You know, it's it's not additive to the game. It is wrapped around being funny.
0: And there's, and I, I think that if anything will put off, uh, like video game ass video game nerds, it's that stuff because, like, oh, one hundred percent, it like, goes on for so long. You can't. There you,
1: are so many fucking words in this oh game. Oh my
0: god, dude! You said it very early on. Like the <laughs> game teaches you what, when to when to, to, to know when to skip dialogue. But like, I found myself by the time I found the skip button, I was just like, oh, I don't want to just listen to these people talk anymore. Like, just give me the option so that they're just staring at each other and like not speaking. I could just read the dialogue yep. like it was exhausting by the end especially um so part of the game is obviously like creating these friendships and doing activities with them and then there's a second piece to this where you're exploring that your like home base area uh so you're in like an abbey and then there's this like huge piece of land around it and it's full of places to hang out hate quote-unquote havens to hang out with all of your people um, it's filled with uh, like collectibles that you can pick up, which are used for crafting, which we'll get into in a few minutes. Um, but it's also, like, got some mysteries to it, which is what the game uses <laughs> to describe them. And, like, you go on, like, little miniature quests to get powers so that you can explore more of the world. And a lot of it has to do with, like, Agatha Harkness and the ca- your the hunter's existence it was, it, as, a ch- as uh, 300 years your ago. Your mom
1: and your two surrogate parents. And your
0: mom and the caretaker yeah. and Scarlet Witch and all of this stuff. And it just drones on fucking forever. It takes... It's, it's just an, it's an enormous amount of text to get through a plot and story of people just telling you about things that happened. It never shows you any of it. <laughs> like it just, it's just, yeah. it's just a head telling you that stuff happened back in the day. And it's just exhausting.
1: It's, it's pretty powerfully exhausting. Like, and what, what the, a bummer thing about it is that getting those little powers to unlock parts of the world all come with a really cool, fun combat challenge. Yes. To do it. And the, you can you can say a lot of things uh bad about Midnight Suns but it's not unintegrated. So like <clears throat> doing this friendship stuff really matters. You want to do it for to power the tactics part of the game. Doing this exploring stuff really matters. Like you get really meaningful rewards. So it's not like it's an afterthought. It's just there's too much of it.
0: Yeah, it's um, just way yeah. way too much of it. Like it and, it and it and you're right. Like it is
1: it's like if you if you started this game over
0: from scratch, as somebody who had played the game before, I would know that I have to go do all of that stuff over again. Like I, I would, I would yeah. be required to do it in order to get the stuff that I want towards the end of the game. And that it would be infuriating. <laughs> I, I think that's why they got
1: new game plus. Yeah. It's gotta be. Cause. So you cannot do that. Like, uh, yeah, because I, I eventually will play this game again. I'm sure. Cause the, the tactics are just too fun and there's characters I didn't spend very much time with, you know, and I want to see how they work. Um, and there are characters you unlock really late in the game you know like you get the Hulk very late he's got cool concepts but you only get him for a couple of missions yeah so I want to see what the Hulk is like when you get all his stuff um the uh if so I'm gonna do a new game plus skipping every bit of dialogue uh and not doing any of the crafting or world exploring because I already have and because that stuff is pretty tedious Mm -hmm. um there are like 10 different kinds of currency in this game uh that you deal with (sighs) To craft new cards and upgrade your cards and stuff and it is exhausting and video game ass video gamey.
0: It's it's like I can if it was the thing that gets me, I can almost handle like the different kinds of essences for creating different kinds of cards instead of just having like card dust, which they should just have card yeah. dust, and I can acquire large quantities of card dust instead of like heroic essence, you know, but skill essence and all that stuff. Like just, yeah. just give me the one thing. But it's the there's one currency called gloss that's in this game that is just the most infuriating thing in the world to me because this they have built like a bunch of the stuff that you find throughout this like quasi open world Uh, when you open a chest most of the things that you get are costumes or color palettes for costumes or or I should just say color palettes for costumes not actual costumes and it's really really just it is just the biggest bummer in the world when you see like oh that's a cool like yellow and black color palette let me go check that out and you go to the hero and you go to the costume and you go to the yellow and black and it's like oh you need 300 gloss to unlock this like i just
1: found it in a chest (laughs) like why couldn't you it has the you buy it twice problem yeah it's so uh, fucking 12 has like you at a certain point in the game i had more gloss than i could ever spend you know, like, my, my gloss levels. And, and you can spend it on, like, the, so the gloss is the currency that, that you just use for cosmetics. It's for stuff that doesn't matter in the game. So, like, that's where you buy costumes. It's also where you, like, upgrade your room. Mm-hmm. Uh, You switch around the paintings. You know? Yeah. Around there. No, I didn't do anything. Just nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, stuff I, I didn't care about at all. <laughs> um, Because I didn't care about that, I had tons of gloss. So when I found, like, a Magneto Was Right shirt, I was like, yeah, I can buy that. You know, I, I could I could spend it. But it It sucks that you're buying it twice. It sucks that um, there isn't a differentiation with reward. So you can do like a tough thing, uh, get a chest. And it's very rare that you just get gloss or just get a costume. Usually you'll get something that plays into the tactics as well. Like you'll get a consumable. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like the consumables in this game. I think they're really additive. Uh, But you'll get a consumable uh, that you can add to uh, a battle. But you'll also, it'll suck to do a really important task and get a color palette for a character you don't use a bunch of gloss, and then a minor consumable. Like the reward doesn't feel good and you have to buy it twice.
0: I also, uh, I got to the point towards the end of the game where uh I had apparently unlocked all of the palettes for all of the costumes that I had unlocked. So like, mm-hmm. I, I remember going through and like, uh because I was trying to like Clear some trophy for opening some a chest or something, and so like I was opening chest and just you know a legendary like super duper chest like that looked important. And it was like seventy five gloss because I had like there was yeah. there was nothing else to give me at that point. And as soon as I unlocked like another outfit for somebody, and I went back to a chest, it would then give me palettes for that outfit. Um, so it's just a really dumb reward system. Like it reminded me of like Bloodborne a whole lot. Um, it, of just it's
1: extremely video game. Yeah, it's like very loot boxy video game. You know, Fortnite-inspired. Like, you're getting a new emote. That kind of bullshit. Yeah. Uh, that I, I just it doesn't connect with me. We spent, like, a lot of the last, like, 15 minutes complaining, and it's it's weird because the bad things of this game are really complicated and annoying, and the good things are harder to talk about because it's just like, oh, yeah, but we're talking about all this shit. In between, you're doing... The bulk of the game, which is really, really great, deep strategy shit. Yes, yes. You know, that's just like incredible, like makes it worth it. So like, even though we can damn this shit with faint praise, like I enjoyed searching for secrets in the overworld, even if the rewards were not very good. I enjoyed uh, the weird, obscure poles in the outfits. I enjoyed some of the dialogue because it was goofy. Uh, all that pales in comparison to just like doing a new battle, which Man. I did it all the time. And you can kind of pace yourself by doing those side missions. Like the game starts with a really long tutorial where they don't let you go. Once they get you let you go, I did like five side missions in a row, because like I don't want to I don't want to hear no more no more about no story. I just <laughs> need to play in this combat system for a while. Uh, and it was just like when, in those moments, it was some of my favorite game playing I did this year. I am um, you know, just like absolutely incredibly fun. I almost bounced during the tutorial because I was
0: I you was know, so annoyed by the talking, and I was like, you know, when you sit down to play a video game uh like i i feel like my time is precious to me i know your time is precious to me cuz you to to you My your time is not precious to yeah. me i don't care about your time <laughs> your time is precious Aww. to you your uh, your time is precious to me well that's that's sweet um <laughs> <laughs> um, I vote for you but it's it's one of those things where you like sit down and you're like oh, you guys are just not letting me play the actual game you're so busy showing me stuff like that I just don't yeah. care about it like it just went on for a long time and like I, I like picked up another video game v- very briefly and then you kept getting more into it and I was like okay I'm just gonna sit down and like and you and I had to I had to sit down and like get through that first part and as soon as I got to the daily rhythm of like I'm gonna wake up I'm gonna look at my cards I'm gonna upgrade my abilities I'm gonna to do another mission. I'm going to go hang out with somebody. I'm going to go fishing with Iron Man. I'm, I'm going to go playing badminton with Wolverine, whatever that is. Uh, and then that whole cycle really, really got to me. Like, I liked that loop a whole lot once, once we got into it. Yeah. And I did the same thing you did, where I was like, I don't care about the story at all. <laughs> like, I want to run through all of the side missions. I'm having fun doing that. I don't care about any of the story stuff whatsoever. It
1: takes a minute to get there.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know? And then once you get there, like, after you've kind of had your fill, it becomes fun to do. Story missions because you unlock new shit, yes, for the main game, like I was doing story missions because I wanted new characters, you know, ultimately, I ended up crafting my own rhythm with this that really worked, but I think that it's a game that um you have to take a lot of authorship over your experience, like if you just think that I need to do everything, if you're a completionist, like you might not have a good time with it, if you don't feel comfortable driving, you know, yeah, I felt very comfortable like picking out my proportions sure that makes sense of things and that ended up making it work uh for me i want to, before we move on completely from like story stuff i want to say that like while most of it i liked ironically there are a couple of character beats i thought were genuinely really good mm-hmm. uh kind of surprising um i really like so there of these clubs uh that your characters go in there are three clubs and every character goes into a club and you're in every club so like the magic characters are in a club the old school avengers are in a club and then uh, the tech geeks are in a club and the uh, tech keep geek club, the tech, the shop class has a really nice little story for Iron Man. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't expect, but like it genuinely like a really nice character beat for him. I thought like it's not, you don't got to hand it to the entire game for, for the stuff. Like it's not mind blowing. It, it's not like it made me cry, you know, mm-hmm. it's not gone home, uh, but a very nice little character beat for it so i want to give that kind of shout out like i was surprised
0: i I, I want to uh this works i was going to mention one of the i was going to mention the book club uh not because there's any good character beats in it but because uh it is just the most like fucking david lynch ass ridiculous shit that i've (laughs) I've ever seen in my life (laughs) i think i think it's the last one um that you do it is with wolverine where he recommends some like action thing and they just sit there and talk about this. I was streaming it and people were watching it um, and just... It just didn't end. Like they just kept going, saying the most like inane things about this book, and it like the idea that the only reason we have a book club is because Blade wanted an excuse to hang out with Carol Danvers uh, so they could hold hands in one day was is already in the back of your head, and you just hear them repeat. And then like Captain America is so fucking sincere and serious about this stuff. Like he's genuinely trying to take like a valuable tactical lesson from this.
1: His body, like the Captain America model, is so funny. They make (laughs) my my boy is very sick. (laughs) like when Liv uh, came in and watched me like the first thing she said she's like oh no like when she's talking out to America (laughs) because his shoulders are as wide as like some people are tall you know like he's like a real block guy and for some reason every time she sat down to watch me it was Captain America punching a dog (laughs) in combat (laughs) and and she's like why is Captain America punching that dog and I'm like he fucking hates dogs dude I had a uh Captain America hates hates a mutt
0: I had a a funny thing because Autumn would come in the room um and as much as we're talking about like you know it's kind of an even split uh, between the combat stuff and the social stuff and things like that but autumn would like for whatever reason would only show up in the room while i was playing while i'm doing social stuff so she was convinced (laughs) it was just a dating sim she was like this doesn't have like you're not fighting anybody what are you doing like this is this the sims avengers edition and i was like i
1: don't know why is it why is that iron man flying around and shooting stuff and then uh... this is weird that he's just saying you're talking about therapy (laughs) exactly why is he talking about his dad so much jesus christ
0: (laughs) Jesus It's very funny, and so I, like, oh. and then I, you know, I would finally get to a combat. I'd be like, "Look, combat!" And she's like, "Jeremy, there's nobody. You're, you're not even holding the controller right now, like, because it's a turn-based game." So I was like, "Well, I mean, but it's it's there's a lot of strategy to it, Autumn." <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, um, the 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 grand arc of the story, it's like the main story that you go through, uh, is really stock. You know, like the non-side stuff, but the actual chosen one. Lilith, your mom coming back, destroying mm-hmm. the world. It's very stock. Uh, if it were a comic, I think it would be a pretty good comic if it were paced well, like a six issue comic. You know, like I think it'd be pretty, pretty fine. Yeah, like perfectly cromulent, mm-hmm. uh as a thing. As it is, it ends up being a little cliche. And this is a, a spoiler for the end game. I was bummed out that at the end, the characters who you had maxed out your affinity with are the characters you could use. Um that ended up having a big place in the, the ending. So like there were characters that I used that I really liked that I didn't get to use at all in the ending. Oh, really? Like, okay. Wolverine did not show up.
0: Yeah. Wolverine did not show like, up. I liked either. him.
1: You know, I built him up, but he didn't show up in the first wave or the second wave. And I had was basically doing like a Wolverine build. Like I was bringing Wolverine on all my missions. He was my tank. Um, and he doesn't show up. Like they take that out of your hands in order to tie the social stuff to the gameplay stuff. And I don't think that totally works
0: yeah it's um, um it's weird because uh for for most of the story missions, even when there's like multiple squads of people that you're gonna be taking you you get to see ahead of time like what those squads are gonna be, and you can kind of plan your decks, right like you can you have the mm-hmm. you have the moment that you can kind of go through and be like. Oh, I'm going to do this, and the way they set up the the final mission, like they they flag it real well. I mean, they basically just literally pop up a thing that says this is the final mission. Yeah, do Um, your stuff, but they don't really tell you anything about who's going to be there. And I think it's because they want to pull the the rug out from underneath you. What what ends up happening is like I'm in a situation where it's me and Nico fighting like 18 monsters, and Nico is not (laughs) not for this. She she is not. Her deck is not ready for this. And we and we made it through. Like that was, you know, the the last battle. I thought actually did really well. Like I thought it was weirdly balanced because of all of like the extra benefits that they give you throughout the way. Like I kind of dug yeah. the way they handled that. But I was, but like doing all, bringing all of the social stuff into that and making it almost like uh you know, the power of friendship <laughs> kind of situation is just it felt so weird. It, like I was as I was playing the last mission, I guess this is like you know, tune out if you were super sensitive about these kind of things, but it felt very like Dark Phoenix where all of all of the x-men had to like talk to gene or whatever about being being such good being besties and then uh, it it just i don't know it was just such a weird experience having that show up in the like and i'm punching a dog to get heroism points
1: (laughs) it 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 does i'm glad that ended as it began with punching dogs (laughs) you punch a lot of dogs in this game uh if that's your tag uh The last thing, you know, because I'm running out of things to to say about it without going beat by beat through it, which will be for, like, WAF if we ever do that, you know. Um, But something uh, that I really like about this game, you mentioned the difficulty balance at the end. I love how this game handles difficulty. Um, You start out on normal, and it gives you the option, if you're doing well, to be like, hey, do you want to bump up the difficulty? Like, it will get a little harder, but you'll get much better rewards. And it's not condescending. It's not taunting you into it. And it's one of the rare games on my first playthrough I ended up playing on easier or harder than normal. Really? Like, usually on my first clear, I'm like, I have nothing to prove. I'm just going to play normal. Yeah. But I ended up bumping it up two levels. I was on, like, heroic plus plus or whatever. Um, and it maintained the challenge. And the game was really good at, like, giving me the option, not trying to guilt me, you know, not big-timing me about it. Yeah. Um, and letting you change back if, like, something was hard. You know, it just gives you control. Again, like this is a very self-piloted experience to have the best time. And the difficulty is part of that. And I really like that. It's like this will get slightly harder, but you're also going to level up much faster. Yes. You know, it's it's actually ends up being a generous like if you if you are playing to see more of the game and get more resources and, and do more of this stuff, you can have that in exchange for not a very big cost in difficulty
0: I, did, I didn't engage with any of that at all like i played on normal the entire mm. time through like and there were a couple of times where like i'd almost lost out on a mission altogether and had to restart the encounter um and, be, and being like the weird strategy game that it is like as soon as i would restart i'd like oh and then, like here's the card combination that <laughs> i just wiped wiped it on the first turn or whatever i had some kind of yeah but uh, I'm interested, I think when the, um, I, I still haven't really decided, like I finished the last mission and then I was like, I'm going to go back and do some side missions and then I was like, or I could play a new video game that I haven't, I've I've never played before. There's so. always a new video game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think I'm going to like play around with that stuff as the DLCs come out, if I go back to the DLC. um, The, 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 the yeah. one big thing that I think we haven't talked about that I think needs to be talked about are the outfits in this game, which are sure. 90, yeah. 95%, maybe not even 98% fucking awful <laughs> like just it's its amazing I, you you look like a nightmare in this game dude it like is is can't.
1: it's really hard to look cool it is um, it
0: is impossibly it, it just it it's you're you're i don't know if they just didn't want them to use specific outfits from the comic books like the idea or maybe like they were leaning on the palettes to be like your rewards that they wanted to make more generic outfits in order to be able to use random colors but i mean just across the board they're almost all it just ugly absolutely hideous outfits like just bad why not you're like spider-man has 18 million suits that are cool we saw we saw this in the spider-man video game like why not use some of those
1: (laughs) yeah like i could always find something that looked fine i never found anything that looked badass for almost anybody and all the unlockables are embarrassing as hell Like when when you get an unlockable outfit, like some of which you spend money, real money for, which like I'm not gonna do, some of which you unlock through your friendship bonuses. Uh, they're awful. Yeah. Um, the magic one is horrible. Mad, the- and she ended up being one of my favorite characters. Like magic and Wolverine were my my crew, uh, with my mate with Hunter. Um, and it looks awful, like just absolutely hideous. Uh, there, there's a, there's a lot of hideosity.
0: Yeah, mag- Magic's like then this mi- is with- Midnight Sun one is just terrible. Uh, I didn't get to this in the game because uh, I, n- I didn't level up cap enough. But I guess in that last mission, they put everybody in their Midnight Sun outfit regardless. Dude. And Cap having yep. his shield where normally where the little A is, just having like a little fire generator coming out is the dumbest and wildest it, thing I've ever seen in my entire fucking life.
1: Everything looks like, yeah, like a pyrotechnics display. Yeah, they really uh, lean into their, like and, that fire
0: and, and metal, like it's fire and chrome really kind of Really
1: silly uh exceedingly silly for captain america like it's just not a good look i will say uh, everybody wearing that fucking outfit the
0: game is weirdly self-aware though because i'd leveled up dr strange and his outfit didn't have a cloak um which mm. made him look like he just had like this incredibly like curved back to ass thing happening and I'm like you are you were working this without a cloak <laughs> and then in the final mission like everybody shows up in their Midnight Suns outfit and they're commenting on it they're saying like oh like you know we wanted to dress as a team for the first time and you hear Doctor Strange in the background go is there a cloak for mine <laughs> like, yeah it's that's, that's very funny it's like, Shit, man.
1: <laughs> like it's a really bad looking team yeah uh, I love a team look but like black gold and on fire yeah, yeah as a as a color scheme is ridiculous <laughs> this plays into your main guy too which like has hilarious options because you unlock other cosmetic things like styles of be- beard and hairstyle and stuff through this as well so the character creator is very limited like it feels like it's from 2008 uh when you start off mm-hmm. like you, you know compare it to something where you can like change the cheekbones and and eye, eyebrow depth and shit like that it's very very limited and you just make goofy ass dudes yeah. and goofy ass ladies uh, in this. The I, I need to play it. Uh, if I do new game plus, I wonder if it'll let me swap the gender because I want to hear the lady voice acting. The guy voice acting is fucking amazing. Like hello, like he's he's constantly. He sounds like um like a fifties educational video a little bit. <laughs> You know? See, I need to do the uh, same thing. I need like, to switch yeah. because
0: the, I played as the, the lady, and the lady is very like uh, kind of husky and flirty with everything. I'm like, oh, oh man. Blade, are you, are you telling me that you hunted vampires? Like that kind of situation. It's very funny.
1: The, the male would go, Blade, are you telling me you hunted vampires? <laughs> like everything was like that. There's a, there's a meme about it because you, you have a dog in this. You have a hellhound named Charlie. Uh, and one of the things that happens when you click on Charlie, he goes, like, who is a good girl? It is my Charlie girl. Uh, and the way, like, again, Liv kept walking in during this when I was petting the dog, <laughs> and he just, he straight up was like, who is a good girl? It is my Charlie girl. Like, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> That's so like, fucking it hilarious, dude. You know, uh, what what it. is goth? Like, oh. it, it works with the story, like, you know, you're an unfrozen caveman, basically. Uh,
0: yeah. I screenshot the so uh, what is a goth conversation because it was just like some of the random dialogue that you would see. Were, were, and, that, and that is one of them. Like Nico tried to ask like the hunter, like, are you a goth? And she's like, what is a goth? <laughs> what is a goth? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah, it's very funny. And I'm, I'm looking forward to just seeing those like after this break, you know, they're doing the DLC. So there's four characters they're adding. They're adding new story content uh, as well, but they're adding uh, Deadpool, uh, Morbius storm and venom yes i think Mm -hmm. is the the fourth one um and you know i'm looking forward to that i want to see how they all play but i'm also really looking forward to my shitty little star man <laughs> interfacing like ah, oh, you are a goddess what is africa <laughs> what you know, is, like what is, is in shit? africa tell me about lightning
0: uh, but i uh, the funniest thing in the entire game to me was a conversation with Nico, uh where the hunter is asking Nico about like how her spells work uh, uh and mm-hmm. she's like explaining like the history of Nico, and she says uh it's, i think the hunter says like has it ever gone wrong and she's like oh yeah absolutely one time i um for my niece's birthday. I uh I summoned uh her favorite cartoon characters and instead of just arriving and like having a good time they they showed up as exotic dancers <laughs> and like your and your hunter is like oh my god and like and it's very apparent that it's spongebob characters and uh your hunter's like oh my god did it work out okay she's like yeah it, were, it was fine but like the octopus clearly did not want to be there not <laughs> <I> just <laughs> <laughs> shit like that just slayed me dude. like that that was the stuff that kept me wanting to go back and like talk yeah. to the characters but it's yeah there's some funny shit. Yeah. There. Um uh, I think that I, I think yeah. you know you said it earlier like I I think I love this game even with all of the weird problems and issues. Uh it's it's very janky like uh I I played this right after coming from uh God of the new God of War game which is like the epitome of AAA polished, of polished. Gas, yeah, super like amazing looking versus this uh and it was it was a little bit of an adjustment but like once you get past the, the, some of the jankiness like I think there's a lot to love there. So
1: the, uh, I read a review of this uh, that stuck in my head where somebody said it was a 2012 masterpiece stuck in 2023 mm-hmm. or 2022, and I like that a lot Yeah, for it. like That is what it feels like to me. Um, I, I, I really loved it. Uh, it, was a, it was a great choice for my, like, I got ahead on work and I'm a winter break. I'm going to treat myself to a fun game. Um, I was you know no regrets. Yeah, I there. could. Uh, I definitely uh, want a
0: sequel. I'll I'll buy all the DLC. I just want all of the things for it because I'm. Yep. I, I want more of this game. I want more X Men more than anything. I just I just yeah. really want more X Men in this. So
1: it really made me want. Like I'm still. I mean, I was looking forward to it before, but the Insomniac Wolverine game that's coming out I'm very excited. Like we are in a really good time for superhero video games. Yes, actually. Uh, when the MCU first started, we were in a horrible time for it. Like that Thor video game, that Captain America game, like those are all awful uh with spider-man and now this like i feel like we're finally getting there there's a there's you know, a legion people of people out, out there it.
0: reminding you that uh, about that avengers game and that guardian of the galaxy game that just came out that or uh that some people seem to really like but that i found both of them absolutely atrocious so i i
1: haven't i i picked up the guardians game for super cheap but i haven't played it um i haven't played the avengers game either but uh, yeah, the, the, those are the. I was counting the Avenger or the Guardians game as in the good pile because of my reputation, mm-hmm. but I, I haven't played it. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, I keep this hearing was... good things, but like, that was bored of that thing within the first two chapters. So um,
1: yeah, and that Avengers game, like, I've been mildly tempted by just because you know you find Aim and you got Miss Marvel and stuff, and that's cool. Uh, but I've been scared off it.
0: It's so. um, it is very exciting, like being Miss Marvel in that for like that. Like that was the point that like right after you or miss marvel it was the point where i was like oh like you want me to just grind these missions like this is some sort of like yeah destiny game or something live service
1: bullshit yeah yeah, yeah.
0: i don't i had no interest in doing some it, of that stuff
1: that's a similar thing to what midnight suns has where like its best stuff is intruded by video game ass shit yeah you know like the loot boxes the cosmetics the millions of currencies mm-hmm. like to have these licenses now we're only going to get these games in huge you know, triple a releases that have to have video game ass video game shit in them. And it's kind of a bummer, you know, gone are the days where a smaller studio could get a video game license and you can get weird, but good shit like ultimate destruction or like the PS2 punisher game, Mm -hmm. you know, which is like legitimately super cool. Uh, It's just, but you would never make it now. You know, it's all about feeding people's heads into wood chippers and shit. Yeah. Like it's, it's surprisingly
0: accurate. It's horrible. Uh, I was actually kind of looking forward to that Suicide Squad game, uh, and then uh, they just like showed some screenshots of that being kind of like a grind fest as well. And I'll, yeah. I'll still probably like look into that, and see what it is. But like that kind the of, of stuff, the stuff just, uh, yeah, yeah, I just Gotham Knights. Yeah, everybody hated that. Uh, man, I I just yeah. downloaded a demo of that. P.S. The, Sony was like, "Do you want to play this for an hour?" And I was like, <laughs> "I've got fast internet. Yes, <laughs> let's check that yeah, out." But sure. I downloaded it, so I'm gonna try that for like a little while tomorrow see how it is but i'm not i'm not looking forward to that specifically being good
1: it's it's a sad thing because uh talking to will about it will reviewed it um and he had played it and like i'm kind of in the market for worse arkham like it's been a minute since i played an arkham game and like kind of shitty arkham does sound fun to me you know but it doesn't i'm like yeah but i could also just go back and replay one of the ones i only played once yeah absolutely like if i want shitty arkham i'll play arkham origins or i'll play arkham knight yeah you know uh so it's uh maybe i maybe i need to pump the brakes a little bit we're not in like a good golden age for superhero <laughs> yeah games. there's just been two We've got good, a couple good franchises there's some good <laughs> good stuff on the horizon possibly
0: i keep forgetting about that insomniac uh wolverine game like i just keep forgetting that it exists and i'm, I'm just so curious about it like what that could possibly look like given the
1: and so fucking and well and spider-man 2 is gonna come out and i'm fucking psyched about that like Every once in a while, I remember those games came out. Those are miracles. Sony had a uh, Spider Man. The PlayStation Twitter account Mm -hmm. had a tweet that
0: was like, here's the things to look forward to on your PS5 system. And it was like, January this and February that and March this. And it's like, sometime in fall, Spider Man 2. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Sometime. The, uh,
1: well,
0: yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well thank you for um, listening th- everybody. Yeah, we're, thanks everybody for listening. we're going we're to get out of here uh, if you want to support the network you can always go to patreon.com slash duckvtv to do so uh, there's been some cool changes there's some additional new content so go take oh, welcome a welcome Gwen welcome Gwen absolutely uh, to, uh, to, to to the network I guess, um, mm-hmm. she's, she's going to be doing some producing and some, some guest hosting and hosting that, the new podcast that's on the $10 tier. I'll yeah. Quackstack. Quackstack. Uh, so go check yeah. out all of the, the tiers, go check out all the exclusive content, join up in the Slack to go hang out with some, some fellow duck feed nerds, uh, join the new Facebook page, do all of that stuff. Talk about us. Don't talk about us on Twitter because Twitter fucking sucks now, but, uh, talk about us anywhere else that you want to talk about us.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I won't see it, but yeah. Okay. Uh, No longer on Twitter.
0: Let your stepdad know. um, We're we're low on stepdads for this podcast. If you're a stepdad, shout out. Let us know. Let us know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're looking for that stepdad market. Yes. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So take care, everybody. We'll be back with more uh, Rick Remender X-Force, Uncanny X-Force.
0: Bye. Bye.